Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of 1923 Main Street. Home of the Disney Travel Podcast with the latest Disney travel news. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellobratic. And I'm Amelia Bellobratic. And today, a sneak peek at the 2024 Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival dates and music lineup, some news about the DVC cabins at Fort Wilderness, and our Walt Disney World and Disneyland Valentine's foodie guides. Yes, it's almost time. Spring is, I can't say spring is in the air, but spring is visible on the calendar. Why are you rushing my favorite spring season? Spring is visible on the calendar. And of course, that means the Flower and Garden Festival is upcoming at Epcot. And a big part of the festival, of course, is the Garden Rocks concert series. So first of all, the festival itself runs from February 28th through May 27th. And of course, there's topiaries, gardens, food, and we'll do a foodie guide soon. And of course, music. So what we like to do that's a little different is share exactly who these people are. So Because if you are like me, you probably know the songs more than you know them. Yeah, or sometimes they are local bands or sometimes they are individuals who were part of a band that you knew. So if you look at our blog post, with the lineup, not only do you know the dates and who's playing, but also where they're famous from. There's some decent hit makers on there this lineup. There are some great hit makers. Now, before we get into that and, and some top picks, I do want to say that every day the Garden Rocks concert series takes place at the American Gardens Theater, which is right across from the uh, American Adventure Pavilion. And there are three shows each day, 5.30, 6.45, and 8 p.m. So you can... Catch these people singing, and uh, you don't even need to get yourself a seat to do it. You'll be able to hear them. For our, I'm pretty excited, actually, about our March visit, because there are a couple of individuals I want to see. So first of all, Berlin. Now, if you don't know who Berlin was, an 80s band, they are playing March 8th and 9th. But even Amelia knew when I said one of the songs. Yes, they are the known hitmakers for Take My Breath Away, mostly popularized through Top Gun. And they will be there a Friday and Saturday, which is a pretty good slot to pick up. Yeah, I think that's our first day of our week that yes, week is. is the Saturday night. So we might dip on over to Epcot after a quick hop into the Magic Kingdom. Also that week, there are individuals like Rick Springfield, but also ending out the week, another one from my 80s days is Modern English. And most people know them for I Melt With You, I'll Stop the World and Melt With You, that song. And so lots of good bands. So definitely check out our post because we have all the bands and either their top hits or who they are, where you know them from. Yes, and if you do want to indulge in the typical dining package that Disney does offer, you will get priority seating. Yeah, well, how does it work? February 6th is the beginning of booking. So for this... And some of these do sell out. So if you want a dining package... Yes, these do sign up. Amelia will explain how it works. If If you think you want to do this, if you want to get a seat this way, then I would advise you on February 6th. Yes, so you can book a prefix price venue at either Akashus, Beer Garden, Coral Reef, Garden Grill, Rose and Crown, La Cellier, or Regal Eagle Smokehouse. And that one's a walk-up. Uh, that's a quick service. So that one is available on the day of the show that you want to attend. And those also sell out. So if you want that one, you sort of got to get in line Disney style. Yeah, all of these are pretty quickly selling out, especially the good ones. But the way this works is then you get a ticket and you're able to go through. You still have to line up a bunch. Yeah, there's two <laughs> lines. There's every average Joe standby line for people who want a seat but didn't do the dining package. And then there's another line if you did the dining package. So you still have to wait in line. 
Personally, I feel like for this, there's not so much of a show. You can hear the music through a wide variety of pavilions. But if you do want to sit down and enjoy, you can go to one of these restaurants. But they are not cheap. Yeah, they're not cheap. They're a little bit more. It's First of all, if it's like it's always been, it's not the regular menu when you go in. They sort of have a preset one. And if you're going to Coral Reef, it's really overpriced. Yeah, I mean, from these restaurants, personally, if someone said, what would you recommend? I would say myself, uh, Le Cellier, probably, and I guess Garden Grill would be my second. I would agree with that. For same day, Regal Legal Smokehouse is also a good choice. Yes, that'd be good, but I don't want that extra price. There's enough that's, things. That's too there are big enough, enough risk. <laughs> there's enough things these days to line up for and getting, you know, all that sort of stuff. So anyway, check out Disneyworld.com, of course, for pricing availability. Again, February 6th is the date for that. Now, speaking of dates in February, the first of the hotel openings and bookings at Walt Disney World 2024 is coming up. These open on July 1st of this year, just in time for the summer season. I didn't even say what they were. Oh. These? I was supposed to introduce them. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Opening on July 1st of this year, just in time for the summer season, the DVC cabins at Fort Wilderness Resort. Yes, a lot of mixed feelings about these. Personally, It's Fort Wilderness Resort. Yes, it is. There we go. It's actually very resort-like. If you consider a resort being a lot of space and things to do, it is. They've got a lot of nice things to do. It's a rustic resort, but it is definitely resort-like. That's true. It's not downscale. Some people have complained that the new cabins that were retrofitted uh, for Disney Vacation Club are too modern inside. But seriously, I don't want to go into a rustic old cabin. I love Personally, I think they're amazing. So, I think it'd be fun to stay here in the summer. I don't know. for DV- I mean, think of your RV. Your RV. <laughs> People have RVs that are ultra modern at Fort Wilderness. So these cabins don't have to be like a rustic yeah. 1800s cabin in I the mean, woods. I you mean, know? maybe you're still using your RV from 1980 and more power to you. But for the most part, I think I like the modern designs for yeah. me personally. So personally, I like the modern designs as, as well. well. So here are important dates to remember. So first of all... If you are a DVC member right now, on February 1st, you can be first to buy into a new contract at Fort Wilderness Cabin. On February 15th, DVC members who've added on points at the cabins can begin booking stays. And as Amelia said, the first day you can stay there is July 1st, which happens to be Canada Day here. (laughs) And also the uh, July 4th long weekend coming up. February 27th, point sales for the cabins will go to everybody who are not DVC members. And then on March 12th, new DVC members who have just added cabins as their home resort. So if they were not a DVC member before, they can start making reservations. And then on April 23rd, everything's open to everybody. So the point is, if you're still the seven month window, if it's not your correct resort. Thank you. So the thing is, if you are a DVC member right now, and this is not your first time, you do get a little advantage both uh, on buying into the cabins and being the first to book accommodations at them. And you know, Fort Wilderness, they did put out a little little release about what's fun there. And I would agree with all four of the things (laughs) they highlighted. Yeah, Fort Wilderness is really selling themselves. So you'll purchase, but I... We we love all four of these. You know, Fort Wilderness is a great spot probably a number of times, and I would say they were successful every time. So first off, they are selling their Hoop-dee-doo musical review, which is a personal favorite of mine. The food's good. The show's good. The atmosphere 
if you don't like modern, is good, but it doesn't feel outdated. It feels like a timepiece. Yeah, it's the longest running love. show at Walt Disney World. Started in the 70s, and we went there. I still have my old tickets that were 10 or $12 for oh, a seat. Yeah. And, you know, it's been running ever since then. I would say it's the most underrated show at Walt Disney World. If you have not done hoop de doo review at Pioneer Hall, do it. So these are just some of the things that are great about uh, Fort Wilmers that people might not yeah, know. But the good thing about it is, is it is a dinner theater, but the food is not lacking. Yeah, the food is very good. It's all you can eat and all you can drink as well for in yeah. terms of beer and wine and, and uh, you know, punch for the I'd kids. still go there even if there wasn't a show. And that's the mark of a good dinner theater. Next one up might even be more of a favorite for you. Yes, try Circle D Ranch where you can either visit the horses or take a relaxing trail ride through the Southern Pines, which is uh, one of the Fort Wilderness forests. This is a Fort Wilderness exclusive activity, but I would say it's rather fun. The horses are pretty nice, kid-friendly for the most part. Yeah, and it's fun because the last time we did it, I got the horse that plays yeah. Max in the parade. So, <laughs> for the most so part. So the horses at uh, Tricircle D Ranch are act the actual horses that you see in the Magic Kingdom and any other parks or any other place they use them. This is where they live. So sometimes on your trail ride, you get a celebrity horse. Right? Yeah, so, don't expect to be cantering or galloping along yeah, the trails. No, these, it's a very easy, and if you're a beginner, it's good too. That's true. It's, it's still safe. a fun time. Yeah, they take good care of you. And then there are lots of other outdoor things to do there as well. Like you can go fishing, you can rent a bike, you can rent a canoe, you can rent a kayak. There are lots of playgrounds, which Amelia really loved as a kid because yeah. wide open space playgrounds. Yeah, I know it is a campground, but it really does feel like a campground when you move farther in you can kind of leave the other resorts and the magic kingdom behind which is impressive considering it's fairly close proximity yeah if you want to get away from just the sort of energy and chaos and buzz of the parks this is the place to do it and then the final thing on their list i still call this a hidden gem and it's another yeah. one since i was a kid we used to know the cast members by name oh, in the really? 70s yeah so this has been running on so long Another hidden gem. They have the Chip and Dale's Campfire Sing-Along. Now, this is one of the most laid-back ways to interact with characters at Disney World, I would say. Specifically these two. Yeah, they do. They come around. They spend time. It's really chill, right? It's not like the normal character meals. Are rare. And it's free. I should say that. That's, this is free. That is another accolade. Now, you can buy a s'mores kit from the Chuck Wagon Snack Bar. Or you can bring your own marshmallows and sticks. But you really don't have to just to enjoy Yeah, and I've seen people atmosphere. roasting hot dogs as well. You know, campers who are there, they have a full fridge and stuff. Stuff. So uh, I'm not sure if they say no. I've never seen them actually stop anyone yeah. from roasting a hot dog, but they <laughs> definitely sell. They're pretty laid back. Yeah, they sell s'mores kits even with the sticks if you're just yeah. visiting the Fort Wilderness. I mean, I would recommend all of these things even if you're not staying there. Yeah. So the whole point is if you're thinking about the DVC cabins and, and Fort Wilderness, yes, it is a completely different vibe on purpose, right? That's one of the great things about Walt Disney World from moderates to value to deluxe resorts and then fort wilderness is a category of its own really they consider the cabins a moderate overall uh, in the old days anyway so it's just a very very good place with lots of things to do if that's your vibe and you want to be just a little bit removed from the magic now speaking of food to close it out there are a ton of options for this rather short running festival but we have picked out the best of the best to share with you today i don't know if i'd call valentine's day a festival you might well it's festive i guess from a foodie guide perspective it is yeah. because it is a dated sort of yeah. thing let me reiterate it is a very 
on shortly running food extravaganza. And this is we're talking on both resorts, Disneyland and Walt Disney World. As always, the full foodie guide is on our blog post, 1923mainstreet.com. But we always like to give you our top picks from what's new this year. Yes. Oh, lots looking good here. Lots looking good. You can start us off at the Ganacherie. Yes. So over at the Ganacherie in Disney Springs, always great stuff there and at Amaretz. But there are Mickey chocolate bites. Now, I like these because it's like a... Now, first of all, all these things look amazing, as you can imagine. They're all Instagram worthy. But these little Mickey chocolate bites, they're milk chocolate with caramel crisps, pearls in them. Uh, mostly dark chocolate, but a little bit of milk, custom blend, so they're nice. And it comes in like a little sort of Mickey-styled cup type thing. So they're edibles. Really, really great. Not edibles in that way. <laughs> Not edibles in that sense. Just shareables, I should say. Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar. Okay, a quick drink for me. The Berry Lovely. This is Bacardi Dragonberry Rum with orange juice, pineapple juice, cranberry juice, watermelon syrup, and a splash of soda garnished with a strawberry for Valentine's Day. Another top pick of mine. Yes, hopping on over to Vivoli Il Gelato, the love potion, which is just vanilla gelato, Fanta strawberry, and whipped cream, as well as the Cupid's Bomba Shake, which is strawberry cheesecake shake topped with cheesecake-filled bombolini. Looks delicious. Additionally, sort of in a similar vein at the Boardwalk Resort, they also have a strawberry cheesecake brownie at the Boardwalk Deli. And this is a rich brownie topped with strawberry cheesecake garnished with chocolate whipped cream, pink crisp pearls, and pink chocolate hearts. Now, as Amelia always does, she tries to squeeze in her favorites that are not new this year. But it was so (laughs) good. I just have to mention it because we're on the theme. I'll stick to the script at our favorite resort, Disney's Grand Floridian Resort Gasparilla Island Grill. You have to like raspberry for this one, but they have a raspberry macaron heart with raspberry cream and passion fruit curd. It's a macaron, but shaped like a heart. So really, really cool as well. Another top pick for me there. I find the macaron not bad, actually. Yeah, they're not bad considering, you know, they're not made in France, of course, but... Yes, we'll give them a pass. I'm going to Epcot next. Where are you going? I'm... My next one's hopping all the way across... All right, so I will fill mine in. Another dessert, of course, because most Valentines are the sweets. At Epcot, oh, oh, we were just talking about Le Cellier. When I was in culinary school, making profiteroles was a favorite of mine. And I know the family loved when I brought those home. So at Le Cellier, they do have a raspberry cheesecake profiterole. And if you don't know what they are, they are little sort of round pastries where you inject, I love making them for, as a chef, where you inject them with your filling. So this one's raspberry cheesecake. Would you try that? I would give it a shot. I'll yeah. stick to my strawberry cheesecakes. There's plenty of those, but considering it's new, I'd give it a bite. All right, hopping on over to Disney's California Adventure Park at Clarabelle's Hand-Scooped Ice Cream. I am going to try the Mickey Ice Cream Ear Hat Bowl with a Valentine's Day Sunday. This is a chocolate and strawberry ice cream topped with strawberry sauce, whipped cream, and chocolate dipped strawberry as well as seasonal sprinkles in a waffle cup. I trust their waffles. They're usually pretty good on that side of the coast. And I did not personally have any at Disneyland, but that is not to say there isn't some great stuff. I'm just doing top picks that I would highly recommend. Yeah, some of the different trolley carts have some other interesting apple and cheesecake designs, but those are pretty much a wide variety you can get something good at any different trolley yeah they do have their sort of little mix and match things at those trolley carts so so. check those out to see which ones you individually like most 
So if you're heading to either resort, be sure to check our blog post because we have everything listed there so you know exactly where to find it. And happy Valentine's Day to you if you are having a Disney Valentine. But we'll talk to you again before that next week. Thank you, as always, for joining. Follow along on social media at 1923 Main Street and have a magical day. Bye-bye.